We opened up with music. We did this shit one time, and now you hooked on this shit for life. I mean, you know, it's like that. It's like that lightsaber music shit, bro. It's it's like a lightsaber to me, man. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) The world is yours, DJ. World premiere, the boy wonder. Peace, King. Peace, peace, peace. World premiere, man. Yo, this is crazy because we're actually. Doing the show this time. Right. You're not where you're at. I'm not at the crib. <laughs> this is this is the type of episode where you're gonna get both of us in one fucking room right now. You feel me? Oh man. And I'm, I'm, I'm and I'm trying to record. I'm trying to load up clips and ammunition. Right. And you know, King Raymond, he wanna go home. See here, you already starting early. <laughs> we doing business right now. <laughs> we doing business I'm, I'm right trying now. to load up clips. You feel me? And that's the one, man. They say, yeah, we're going to do this episode. We're going to do another joint. I'm going to do a mix. And he's like, ah, oh, man, you know, you know. Well, DJ, I gotta, I gotta work early in the morning, DJ, and you know my job is really important to me. I ain't saying nothing about being important. I said it's very fucking demanding. <laughs> that sounds like the same thing to me. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, of course, yours is very demanding. Hey, hey, I'm off. It's the weekend. I'm off. I'm 292 miles away from the stagecoach. Right. I'm good money, baby. No, but see, I don't get that luxury. I'm in that small group of people who don't get the luxuries of having weekends off. Come on. You're, you're in a small group of yes. people. Yes. That, that Shout out to those who have to work during the weekend and your weekends starts on a Monday. Like, what? Yeah. What? Yes. My weekend does not start till Sunday at 5 o'clock. That sounds like slave talk, bro. No, wait, wait, hold on a second. So you mean to tell me there are people on the planet Earth in the continent of the North America <laughs> that have to work on the weekend? Yo, what do you think these these eighteen wheeler truck drivers are doing? Driving like seventy two whatever, seventy two hours straight. They, they working on the weekend? Bro, they're the ones that's like traveling the goods all over so me and you can sit here and do this. But I don't even drink milk. I don't drink milk. What is, what is you saying? I don't drink milk. I'm lactose intolerant. I've been tolerant for mad years. Yeah. Mad years now I've been tolerant. Yo, that's because, you know, your schedule is different from mine. And that's just what it is. Right? These are confusing times, sir. <laughs> These are very confusing times. Hey, I know we talked about it a couple episodes ago. I'm going to say it again. Don't let your job be the reason why you're broke. Don't let your job separate you from happiness. If you got to fucking get up at 7 a.m. on a Saturday and go work for the fucking white man, <laughs> quit, your, quit your fucking job look I'll tell you what though cause if this shit blows up like how we would think it should bro I'll leave that bitch right now and do this shit completely for a lifetime you talking about the pod? I'm talking about the pod no no, no you're not talking about the pod like yo, you're not, for you're me, not, you're for not me, I wanna make this shit like 
some 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 lifetime of work. So you're so saying, you're saying if the pod blew up, yeah. you would you would go into your plantation and tell master a fucking plantation. <laughs> definitely a plantation. My house is not so, a plantation. So you're telling me you would go to the plantation and you would tell Massa that I quit. I fucking quit, Massa. Massa, I don't need this fucking job. That's what you're saying to me. If the pod blew up, that's what you would do. Yes. All right. All right. That's, that's hey. the direction I would love to see this shit go. All right. All right. So, so people, uh, uh, right now, what I need you to do, everybody, everybody who listens to the pod, if you support the pod, mm-hmm. if, you if you want King, King to, know to know his worth, to stop, to stop bowing down to the white man. Please, Please make sure you cash app the king. What's your cash app, king? It's going to be the cash app sign, King Raymond 39. It's not a cash app sign. That's what everybody says. It's a dollar sign. They always say the dollar, the cash app sign, or the dollar sign. I'm just like, that sign is not exclusive. I want you to know that. that. Like, that sign existed before that company came to fruition. So, so the dollar sign and what? King, King Raymond 39. King, King Raymond 39. Everybody, Everybody who listens to the podcast, if you, if you can drop one dollar, one single dollar, every, every time you listen right, to the start, pod. Start. Right. If you drop one dollar every time you listen to the pod into King Raymond's cash app, Shit. he can quit his job. Stop, Stop supporting the white man. <laughs> we, support we support black businesses. King Raymond is a black business. Y'all were sad when we took two weeks off, three weeks off from podding. If y'all can put money in King Raymond's pocket, he don't have to disappear. And we can pod on a regular basis. And I got a lot of shit that I just want to pod about. Like, I legit was sitting in the car on my road trip out here to Bad News. And I said to myself, self, who are the top three motherfucking Transformers? Oh, shit. You feel me? You feel me? <laughs> you're, you're excited for that kind of content, right? Yes. That's the kind of content that I want to bring to y'all on the pod, but I can't do it by myself. So let's free King Raymond. I know a couple weeks ago we talked about free Deshaun Watson, and for many years before podcasts existed, we talked about free Pimp C. Ooh, let's let's free King Raymond. Yo, that's, that actually doesn't, you know, that sounds like a good fucking idea. That's bro. it, that's bro. it, bro. That's it. That's I'm not even mad about that. Yo, free, yo, free the king, bro. Free the king. We're gonna we're gonna free the king financially, so that he so that he can free himself creatively. Uh, uh, shout out to the creators, all the creators. Uh, shout out to the baby mamas. Not, my, not mine, but everybody else's baby mama. Shout out to the baby mamas out there. It's stimmy season. Did you get your stimmy king? Yeah, right. I got the stimmy. What you doing? What you doing with your stimmy? Tell me what you doing with your stimmy. 
I mean, shit, I'm holding on to that shit for now, bro. So I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with it. Cause for the, for the, no, because for the most part, all I did was just catch up on some bills. And the rest is just sitting and chilling right now, yo. I'm not going to sit here. Be on some splurge and shit. That's not that's not cap that's not captivating content. It doesn't have to be. I'm not sitting here. Nah. That's not that's not the captivating content that I want. You want to know what I did with my Stimmy King? Wait, you actually got one? Yes. Yeah. I got I got all the money you make. All the all the fucking money I make, and they still give my ass a fucking stimmy. You know what I did with the king? You know what I did with my fucking stimmy king? shit. You think I say crazy shit? Oh, 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 oh. Turn your fucking turn the fucking volume up in your headphones, sir. I fucking, I fucking put my stimmy into OnlyFans. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh. That's the craziest shit ever. Oh, did you at least enjoy yourself on that one? I put, I put my fucking stimmy into OnlyFans, King. Actually, actually, how'd you go about the OnlyFans? How'd you go about it? So, so everybody, everybody knows. knows I have an OnlyFans page. OnlyFans Only page uh, underscore, uh, underscore DJ, DJ World Premiere. Oh, yeah, on my yeah. OnlyFans page. What? What? You really? I, 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 no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm fucking surprised as hell. You actually went and did it. No, I, no, I've had an OnlyFans page open since uh, uh, fucking Labor Day. Labor Day, bro. Shit, I make bank. I'm in the, I'm in the top uh, uh, point point oh nine. Yeah, because you're, you're, uh, okay. you're not touching the top 0.1%. No, 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 because I'm a guy. Yeah. But, but for me, the top, the top 0.89 percentage of creators, I feel great about that. Okay. And, let me, and let me tell you what the fuck kind of content is on my OnlyFans, yeah. sir. I shave my head. <laughs> I shave my head on OnlyFans <laughs> twice a week. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's not the first crazy story that I've heard. I've heard some no. more crazy shit, but go ahead. No, no, there's a market, there's a market for that. Women, love, women love to watch men take care take care of themselves. That's 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 a that's a that's a king. Bro. Yeah, that's a that's a women, king. Love, women love watching a man prepare prepare for work. They love watching a man get dressed for work, especially especially when he gets dressed up like me. You know, I'm not throwing on a motherfucking dicky suit and hitting the, <laughs> hitting, the, hitting the corner. I'm not one of these West Coast niggas. I'm not, I was I'm not dub to say crib walking too. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not crib walking to work. I'm not. I'm not dub C out here. Mm-hmm. You little. Mark, Mark, Mark ass Buster. No, that's no, that's not me. I get dressed when I go to work. You hear me? Yeah, for your profession, of course. Yeah, yeah. Profession, I'm talk- of course. I'm talking. I'm talking dress shirt, tie, tie pocket, pocket square. Sometimes, sometimes a fucking blazer. blazer. Mm-hmm. The belt is always fire, and not that bullshit Gucci shit that the rappers like to wear. No, 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 no Playboy. This some old, this some old fucking. Italian, Italian leather belt shit that I got popping off, and then and then I got, I got crazy, the crazy 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 side game. My side game is crazy right. now. Now one 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 piece of content that I do not post on my OnlyFans is me put my socks on because, because yo <laughs> fuck that. Fuck. <laughs> 
See, see, so you're thinking some feet shit. Nah, I wasn't. You know, you said it first. I wasn't even thinking that. But, so wait, so but, I, you, but I can but understand why, why you wouldn't want to put that shit on. But, why, but why'd you laugh? Because yo, who the fuck wants to look at your feet? Yo, yo, number one, number one nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to look at my feet, and I don't want anybody looking at my. Feet. I don't want nobody looking at my feet either. Right, right. That's not, but that's not why I don't show people, show people why when I'm putting on socks. Okay. I don't show people when I'm putting on socks because at the tender age of 37, I still haven't learned that I need to sit down when I put socks on. I stand up attempting to put on socks and I always fall over every day. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not the fucking tripod. And every, and every day, day I go through this, and every day I say to myself, self, why are you out sitting down trying to put these socks on, man? You know better. And and every day I do the same dumb shit. Every I mean, I, I mean, I could just see you like standing up. Trying to put a sock on, and you're like hop, trying to hop on one foot. Right. <laughs> Every fucking day, that's the shit I go. Yeah. But more, but more important than me just shaving my head and me shaving my face and washing my face and showing my skincare regimen in the morning. More, more important than that, and more, and more important than me getting dressed and showing these young ladies the process, the process of a man getting dressed nice. Okay. I also pay compliments on my OnlyFans page. Wait, you what? I pay, I pay compliments. So I have, so I have a video of affirmation. And in the video, I sit there for three to five minutes. And I do it, you know, three or four days a week. And I sit there for three to five minutes and I say important things. You are you are important. You are you are beautiful. Mr. 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 Your fucking skin is glowing. God damn. Look at that. Look at that melody. Beautiful. beautiful, you're beautiful, you're a gorgeous young man. Yo, this nigga is like the 2021 healthy show over here. <laughs> like, bro, cocoa, cocoa butter don't do that. Cocoa butter, cocoa butter, cocoa butter definitely don't do that. No, no, that's some other shit. Is that shea butter? Is that shea butter? What is that? You gorgeous, you gorgeous, you glowing, you a unicorn. I do all, this. I do all this shit on my OnlyFans, twenty dollars a month. Very reasonable compared to compared to all these other ones. But I'm about, yeah, I'm about, I'm about the bags, sir. Yeah. I'm about the bag. about the bag. Well, there are other ones who are more serious about the bag, but you know. But I get it. You in your lane right now, right? Yeah. So yeah. So I spent my stimulus investing into my OnlyFans. So I got so I got mad fits. I got mad. Uh, Razors for my head that I'm going to test out and critique for the young ladies because maybe these young ladies date bald men and maybe those bald men need new razors. Maybe those bald men need skincare routines so they can come and get that from my OnlyFans. So listen here, this is the World is Yours podcast. It's your boy King Raymond. The World is Yours. Which is with my brother over here, DJ World Premier. So let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and open it up. We're going to transition real quick. 
as always, what we do is, you know, we always like to talk about the sports up first. So go ahead, uh, Premier. What's your first agenda on that piece? Sir Luca. <laughs> I don't know if he's from Dallas, from Dallas or if he's from Slovakia. I don't care where you are. Right. But Luca is a killer. You hear me? Luca Luca is a killer. On Wednesday, the last time we recorded, while we were while we were recording, yeah. Luca was playing the Clippers, and Luca and Luca did a move where he where he caught the inbound pass at the three point line. He dribbled. He dribbled straight around the point guard. He went around. He went around his back. Did a one arm teardrop layup from the free throw line on your man. Your man. Your man. Playoff P. Yo, did um did Kawhi even play in the game? I don't give a fuck if two Kawhi's played in this game. <laughs> for that they could have had five Kawhi's playing. You hear me? Instead of five guys, burgers and fries, it was five Kawhi's burgers and fries. And they all, and they all got cooked just like that. You hear me? Man, man, this shit was crazy. Luca is a fucking killer. And I'm ready for everybody in the NBA to start talking that shit about Luca out in Dallas. Yeah, they don't win every fucking game. And I'm not saying he should be MVP. No, he's going to get one at some point. He'll get one. He'll get one. He'll get one at some point. Mm-hmm. You are correct, sir. But he's not going to get one right now. But his build up to getting the MVP award that resume is getting it's a great fucking watch. And they don't put those guys on TV enough because they had a terrible season last year. Because they're not having the greatest of seasons this mm-hmm. year. But Luca is a fucking killer. You hear me? Luca's a killer. He's killing your favorite stars. Playoff P, he lost to Dane Lillard on Friday, but he's killing the rest of these jokers, and, it, and it's not even close. And Luca really doesn't have to do much. I mean, he went 9 for 23 on the floor with 25 points. I mean, that was enough right there to do damage. Yeah, yeah, 9 for 23. You see all the shots he missed? <laughs> but he, he, but he, he but keeps chucking, though, bro. Let, he's going to let it rip mm-hmm. on you. He can go down for 27, and guess what? You think they're going to yank his ass? They're going to get that W. Hell no, nah, nah, they're not going to yank his ass. He's going to be right out there playing more minutes the next day. <laughs> every every freaking game, too, for that matter. I mean, shit. Now, we talked about, we talked about, we talked about MVP shit. And we talked about Luke, and we talked about MVP I shit. I want to talk about crazy, crazy ass Kyle Kuzma. The other night after the Lakers Kyle Kuzma came out of his mouth, and he said LeBron, LeBron James should have more than four MVP. Now, was this before the game, or was this was like some post game shit? This was the this was some post game shit. And LeBron, and LeBron, LeBron's can win. When AD is Ron has been out here killing all of your basketball teams 
with no like, immunity. He, like he don't, he, he don't give a fuck who it is. It's the fucking it's the Clippers, it's the Trailblazers, it's the fucking Rockets, it's the Wizards, it's the Knicks. Like LeBron's killing everybody. He's he's pretty much just trying to kill the whole land, the whole NBA land for that matter. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he's 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 in championship form. <sighs> what is this? This is March now, so. But the season, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because like normally, this is like getting ready for like almost playoff time, I'm trying to like finish out these <clears> last <throat> what 20, 20 plus games to get you know what I'm saying to get into the playoffs. Yeah, but yeah, but <clears throat> LeBron James, in your opinion, should he have more than four MVP awards? <sighs> That's a hard question. I mean, yeah, because you have to understand that, you know, of course, the obvious is MJ was six, but, you know, we're talking two different eras. No, 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 no. MJ was six championships. Also, you're, talking, you're just straight talking league MVPs. MVP awards. The most valuable player award. The, the regular season award. Award, not not the finals, no. But the regular, but the regular season award. How many? How many should LeBron have? He's got four now. He's got four. He's what? Thirty six, thirty seven. I think he's thirty seven. But correct me if I'm wrong. He's 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 getting up there. He ain't that eighteen year old kid that got drafted, you know. So I want to sit here and say I'll give him two more. A good two more. So you think LeBron has earned a total of six MVPs in his career? Bro, you got to look at the magnitude of all these other players that are just fucking coming up. I mean, hell, Steve Nash won fucking back-to-back. And really, I thought he should only won one. So so how many, so you're, how many do you think LeBron should have won? Well, he's already got four. So I'll say I'll give him shit. Actually, shit, seven. So you so you think LeBron should have seven, bro? Seven MVPs. How many straight times going to the finals? Ten, ten, eight, 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 eight or nine. nine. Yeah, eight or nine. Yeah, eight or nine straight times to the finals. So then this last one, but the MVP. So the MVP, the most valuable player award, is not a playoff award. It's a regular season award. Yeah, I understand all that, but I'm just saying. Who was the most valuable player? Not the best player on the best team, but who was the most valuable player for the entire NBA season? Any season that LeBron was playing. I mean, the boy's name came up so much, it almost like it was like in, implanted in your head to always keep thinking that. So for that matter, it's just like, yeah, there could have been others, but the fact that you hear his name so much, it's just like, yo, it's it's it's, it's what you expect every year, in a sense. But he doesn't, but he doesn't win it every he's year. Only he's only got mm-hmm. four. Yeah. yeah. Your, your, your boy, Cheese Eye, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan he's, only got five. he's only got five. Five MVPs? Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's my problem. So that's my problem. Mm. Kobe won late. Kobe won late. Shaq won. Shaq won a couple early. But they don't. But they don't enough respect, enough respect for the MVP award because the MVP award usually goes to the person with the best statistics. But that doesn't always make you the most valuable player. Nope. I mean, because look at uh, look at Giannis. He won that shit last year. He won it last year and the year before. So let's talk. So let's talk. Let's talk net. Brooklyn net. Right now, Kate is hurt. James Harden is out. James Harden is out there getting to it. Kyrie Irving is helping get to the money. They're winning without Kevin Durant. Steph and Clay won with and without Kevin Durant. So how is Kevin Durant the most valuable player on that team? He's not. He's if not. If we can win without you, you're not the most valuable player. James Harden left yep. Houston right now. Right now, Houston has lost 18 games. Straight. And got rid of PJ Tucker. And and is trying to do the damn thing with uh, John Wall. I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat yeah. that. James Harden left mm-hmm. Houston. Houston has lost 18 games straight this Dang. season. Damn. Damn, I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. That's that's more than a punch to the stomach. Right? I'm thirsty. I'm you're, thirsty. That's you more hear than me? Punch to the gut right there. AD hurt. The Lakers still winning. KD hurt. The Nets still win. If Giannis get hurt, if Giannis get hurt, do the Bucks still win? No. No. You sure? Sure. They got Chris Middleton. They got Chris Middleton. They got at times, at times, it's like I just I don't I don't trust that lineup sometimes. I trust I trust everybody, I trust, I trust everybody but Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny thing about it. I trust everybody. I trust everybody. Giannis. Everybody but him. Everybody but him. He can't finish a game. He can. Cool he can do the cool highlight. He can do the three-point line. Three point line. And still make it. And he can make highlights. Highlights. good highlights. Oh, I love the highlights when you see the Greek freak dunking on 17 players, players at one time. Oh, man. And he doesn't, and he doesn't speak so English. So when he focuses his muscles on the camera and he's got a cool haircut, it looks really good. It's a great poster. It's a great poster. But he's not the most valuable player in the NBA, in, in the NBA, it's just He's that not. in those two years he was just putting up mad buckets. I don't care. I don't care about buckets. Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook won MVP because he got a triple double and he averaged it for the whole season. Where's Russell Westbrook right now? Motherfucking Washington. In motherfucking Washington, dying, dying. slowly dying. Killing Bradley, killing Bradley Bill and it, every and it day. sucks because with the type of player Russell Westbrook is, he should not be a fucking journeyman. But that's what he's going to but be. But that's yeah. what he's going to be. I mean, you're seeing that pathway of him going to be that. Let's say Washington gets rid of him. Like, come on. Where's he going to go then after that? You know? It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I, just, I think the OKC Westbrook is, is been dead and gone. Because he tried to bring that game to Houston, you know, the whole reunion with Harden, 
I'm sitting here thinking, okay, Russ and Harden are back together. Okay, is he what? But at the time, because when Harden was already there before Russ, it was pretty. It was pretty much the Harden show. And then when Russ got there, of course, Russ being Russ is that floor fucking general. But sometimes he 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 can just go too much with it, do too much on the court, and start being selfish with the ball. Russ is a Russ is a terrible player. Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook is a terrible basketball player. They were they were mistaken by giving him the MVP award. Oh he's yeah, that one year. He's, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. he's a terrible basketball he player. He averaged a triple double and. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's still a he terrible make, player. He doesn't make. Mm. He averaged. He averaged double, a, tri- a triple double, and he's never been close to an NBA championship outside outside of the where, year where he didn't average a triple double with OKC James and James Harden and yeah. Kevin Durant. But in my but in my opinion, LeBron should have LeBron should have eight eight total. Eight Total MVP. Right, that's a fair assessment. Eight total. Eight. I said, total. I said seven. Not gonna go ahead. I'm not going to give him. I'm not going to give him. I'm not going to give him. Yeah, I'm not going to give him. Seven. You know, I don't think he should win it every year that he's yeah. in the league. Uh, but statistically, uh, but statistically, if you watch, and if you watch, what he can do, and if you watch what his team does when he's not playing, LeBron is the most valuable player. In the player NBA, in the, in the NBA, damn. There's not a player, there's not a player better than him. He is the number one player in the NBA. If he's not playing, nobody's nobody's watching the team that he's on. And when he leaves that team that he's on, that team loses. They're in the lottery. When he left Cleveland the first time, God, they got like five years straight of like number one or number two picks. Yeah, he left Cleveland, and they got Kyrie Irving. They got Anthony Bennett. They got Andrew Wiggins. They literally had like three number one, number two, number three picks in a row. After LeBron left, and that and that whole time, yo, I was I was just like, yo, I smell conspiracy like a motherfucker when he left to go to Miami. It's not a conspiracy. Not a nah, conspiracy. it was almost like you know, because like the NBA was just like, okay, okay, it's okay, it's okay, we got you. Oh, you're saying, oh, you're saying because he mm-hmm. left, the, the NBA gave the Cleveland Cavaliers a pat on the back and said, you know what, it's okay, LeBron left you. We're gonna give you the number one pick to keep you relevant. Well, then why the fuck would you pick Anthony Bennett? Why? Why? He's from Canada. Yeah, the power forward from Canada. Oh shit! They made that mistake twice because no, no, just once. Well, the only the only reason why I say twice because then when they traded for Wiggins to come to Cleveland, you know what I'm saying? That's when I was just like, damn, they they're still sticking with the Canadians. Like the next Steve Nash is gonna be a minute, y'all. No, they drafted. No, Wiggins they drafted too. Wiggins too. They drafted they drafted yeah. Wiggins the following year after Anthony Bennett. They drafted Wiggins like, 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 like the, the third pick. 
and then they traded Wiggins to Minnesota for Kevin Love because LeBron was coming back and LeBron said, I needed a shooter. And Kevin Love was supposed to be that shooter. Is he still in Cleveland? Is he still in Cleveland? Kevin Love? Yeah. Kevin Love? Yeah. Yeah, he's still dead. he's still dead on the island. <laughs> and Andre, Andre still, Drummond still dead on the island. Sexton. Colin Sexton still dead, still dead on the yeah, island. Kevin Love is still on that big ass contract. He's signed. Isn't he? You are correct. You are correct. But Cleveland will move off of that. Dumbass contract. <laughs> they, gave contract. They gave him that contract because LeBron left. Hey, LeBron's leaving. We need you to hold it down. Take this bread. Take this bread. Shut the fuck up. Make an open shut up and dribble. Shut up and dribble. It's the same. It's the same conversation they had with Chris Bosh in Miami. He called. But he blood caught a, a blood clot in his lung. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah, so you know, he had to call it he had to call it a career. I mean, you know, that sucks and all. It's a riddle. Yeah. It's a riddle. It sucks, but you know, gotta make a decision, bro. So But I think eight. But I think eight, you think seven. I'm glad we think alike when it comes down to LeBron mm-hmm. and his MVPs. Um, still Mr. Mike. Um God I'm not Miami. My, oh my god. Miami. Miami LeBron was a fucking beast. He was killing all you hoes. Every fucking night. Mario Chalmers at the point. Dwayne Wade at the two. LeBron at the three. Chris Bosh at the four. Udonis Hassan at the five. Udonis Hassan was six feet, five inches tall. And he was probably the best center you hoes ever seen. In NBA, and then you had every every piece to complement the starting five each and every night coming off the bench. Mike Miller off the bench, Shane Battier off the bench, Ray Allen off the bench, Joel or uh, Joel Ortiz off the bench. Uh, who the fuck else they had coming off the bench? They had, they had everybody. James Jones coming off the bench. Didn't they have a boozer one year? Or am I thinking another team? Thinking of, no, you're thinking all oh, the Bulls. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I remember when Bulls was at the Bulls. And the Bulls are disgusting. Right Zach, 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 Zach Levine is. Are they crazy. still? Are they still trying to shop him? Absolutely. Not. Absolutely oh not. Everybody can go. Everybody can go, but Zach. Kobe White can go. Kobe White can go. Lori Markin can they need go. Kobe White. <laughs> The other foreigners can go. Everybody can go, but Zach Levine. He's the only person. He's the only person we keep yeah. on the team. Chicago is a great looking basketball team. On right now, uh, I said a great basketball team on paper. Not the greatest. Yeah, there's always that big team on paper and actually executing this shit. I just they they're just a great team. But they're not going to win a lot. They're still going to lose. Everybody's – it's a stacked deck Toronto's against them. Better. Toronto's better. Brooklyn's better. The Knicks probably are even. probably even, maybe a little bit slight edge on them. Uh, the, Sixers uh, the Sixers are better, of course. The Bucks are better. 
so a lot of the teams are better than them. Even in the Pacers, they're probably pretty equal or maybe a little bit better than the Pacers. But they're low. But they're a blooming team. And that's I mean, it's not like, you know, they're going to make any more trades for a ham sandwich and a bag of chips. No trades for a ham sandwich and a bag of chips coming from Chicago. Or any team for that matter. Oh, man, it's been a terrible fucking week for the NFL. I'm going to tell you what. There was a lot of fucking talk about mm-hmm. Juju and if he was going to leave Pittsburgh and the Jets offered Juju a lot of money. Yeah, they offered Juju a lot of money. And he said no. The Chiefs offered Juju a lot of money. The Kansas City Chiefs. What? And he said no. You you would think, but they didn't win the yeah. Super Bowl, so clearly they don't have enough firepower. Wow. But Juju said no, and he stays with the Pittsburgh Steelers. A little disappointing from my end because you don't take a pay cut. To stay with the big lazy, <laughs> the big lazy, the, the big lazy, the big unmotivated, the big beer keg, the big Twinkie, the big late night snack, pause. <laughs> The forty ounce quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. You don't take a pay cut to stay with him. That's not who you take a pay cut to stay with. He took a pay cut to stay with Big Ben. Long ball, no calls, no running game. Yeah, because that kind of kid. I mean, he was hurt for the most part, but I mean. No, the front line was The front line got worse because Pouncey uh, retired. Both of them did. Yeah, Pouncey retired, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's just like my Giants O-line, bro. Why you think Barkley got hurt? The front line got worse, the front line got worse because this is a 17-game yep. season. And Big Ben. And Big Ben can barely handle a 16-game season. So what the fuck is that big, fat, Canadian-looking motherfucker going to do in a 17-game season? He looks Canadian. He's not. I'm pretty sure he's from Ohio. Yeah, he's from Ohio. Oh, yeah, he's from Ohio. Buckeye State, a lot of wheat, a lot of, a lot of right. farms, right? Yeah, big fucking he, big fucking big fucking white boy. Yeah, he basically he took the same uh, deal AJ Green did. Good God, Brother. Roethlisberger took what the fuck he had to take. Damn, Virginia, look, yeah, this is crazy. 
You know what I'm saying? You're over here. You're live with us. The World Is Yours podcast. DJ World Premier, King Raymond. While we're doing the podcast, we're actually keeping an eye on this Virginia-Ohio game right now since we're talking about Ohio. Ohio's got, what, an eight-point lead right now? Yeah. yeah. It's 28. It's 28 seconds left. <clears throat> and, 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 and there's a... Bro, Virginia Tech lost yesterday. That game was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because now you got Virginia, who's a defending champs from last year or the year before. Excuse me. Four seed lost to a 13 mm. seed. Oral mm. Roberts killed yesterday. They killed yeah, Ohio, Ohio yesterday. yesterday. Fucking, un- fucking unbelievable. <laughs> but they do it every year. It's it's some random team that does it every year. And this year, that's okay. the team right um, um, beyond Juju staying in Pittsburgh, uh, we have Kenny Galladay signing with the Giants. So Daniel Jones is finally going to get some weapons. I know he had Golden Tate, but Golden Tate is injury prone. Galladay is kind of injury prone because they both played together in Detroit. He's got some hip issues. Maybe his hip was still hurt, and that's why he didn't finish up the season. Maybe he didn't finish up the season because he saw the team was trash, and he didn't want to fucking play with some trash. You take physicals when you go to a new team before you sign a new contract. Nobody knows who's in the right here, but what we do know is that the New York football giants have signed mm-hmm. Kenny Gallagher. It, it finally gives us a chance to just try and go for the long ball because we haven't had that since probably Platts. You know what I'm saying? So for that matter, it's just like, okay, I'm, I'm tired of having short receivers. I mean, hell, I feel like my tight end alone is, is too short and not built right to be a tight end. You know what I'm saying? He's not the Travis Kelsey's of the world and shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's, fuck it. It's a, it's a step to some type of direction with the Giants. Maybe my offensive line will wake the fuck up and just finally be like, okay, we got to protect him just a little bit longer so Galladay can get down the fucking field and fucking air it out. I mean, give me some, give me some long ball highlights. Man. <laughs> Pause on that one. Or, or or deep deep passes down for touchdowns, man. Like, cause all we've been running is just these. But that's not gonna happen. But that's not gonna happen because your quarterback ben is trash. You're running game. You're running game. I have, but it could be better if I had a better offensive line, which that's gonna take so many draft picks and trades to build that out. I'm going to say your running game is suspect because your man is coming off the injury. We can't trust him. We don't know what he's going to do. We don't know what he's capable of because he's coming off the injury. We don't know if he's going to be out there and be a little shaky. Be afraid to take that first hit thinking, you know, the knee's going to pop back out again. And he popped what, the ACL? Guess what? Everybody who likes to make those hard cuts – and really ran and really and really put pressure on the defenders to, to to hit him to make the impact the first contact. He, he can't do that anymore. He doesn't have that anymore from one leg. So, 
So he's either going to be readable or he's going to be somebody somebody that you can just take out. Now, granted, he did sign um, the former Minnesota Vikings tight end, Kyle Rudolph. Sure. I know. He's just he's just the backup role behind Evan Ingram because really behind Evan Ingram, we had a couple that, okay, they, they did their thing one or two games, and then that was just it. So I see that as okay. It gives it gives me the the veteran tight end. I don't mind if he plays the backup or always a starter. It just gives me a veteran. This is New York's last year to get their shit together. They they you know, gotta get this should be shit Dave together. Gettleman's last year as a G, as a general manager. He's got, he's got to get his shit together, or else he's fucking old. not, yo. It's it's over for them if you don't get his um, shit together. Um, speaking mm-hmm. of Galladay, a young man in Chicago signed a franchise tag because he got word that a wide receiver named Kenny Galladay was in his facility looking around, talking to the GM, talking to the coach. I don't look you this remember that, that scene in Belly when, when, when they were driving by? That was Alan Robinson. <laughs> Going to go see the GM. He had the, he had the banana, and he was sitting. That's I don't shit. like that shit. I don't, I don't like that shit. That was oh, Alan Robinson when Kelly got, when Kenny Galladay came to town. So Kenny Galladay uh, came to town, threatened his number one wide receiver position. He previously had a franchise tag on the table. He hadn't. Was that all he had? It was just a he franchise heard, tag. No, like any other offers from from the team, or is just a franchise tag? Just, just a franchise for 18. 18 for one year. And he had them on the table. He said, "You know, if Kenny's coming down, I'm going to sign this motherfucking franchise." So you can either get Kenny to be my wingman. He's really feeling himself on that. Or you can tell Kenny to to beat feet. Now, now, ideally, Alan Robinson wanted Kenny to come to Chicago. Because Andy Dalton looks great when he has two receivers, a running back, a decent Offensive line. Kenny, uh, uh, Dalton looks when great all when all the cards and all the 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 stars align for him. Oh. Dalton looks great, you and, that's gonna make, and that's going to make Robinson look great for you at least one year. In Cincinnati. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. He had. He had AJ Green, he had the young boy. I can't remember his name right now, but I had him on my fantasy team. Uh, he had the young boy as a wide receiver who was hitting like a hundred something yards every game. He had a re- he had a tight end, and he had decent running backs. Now he never got the shit. Now he never got the shit. Pressure put the pressure on when it was when it was a fucking capable team. He never got the shit done, but but every other week he was he was looking great out here. I I put that on coaching. If you don't get up for the big game, I put that on the coaching. 
I don't put that on the player. So wait, wait, wait. Andy Dalton's going to Chicago. What did that? What did that mean for Foles? Is he still there, or they, or did he get the boot? Oh Foles is out of here. Trubisky oh, is in Buffalo. Hear about that. Trubisky is in Buffalo. And guess what? When Josh Allen plays, Josh Allen's going to get hurt. And you know who looks just like Josh Allen? Like a poor man's Josh Allen? Mitchell Trubisky. Truby. Wow. When I saw that, dude, I was just like, okay, so you want Trubisky to come in just in case if, you know, Josh Allen pops a knee or something. You got to bring in Trubisky. And to me, you know, I we all knew. I didn't really think he was really going to make it in Chicago. Like, honestly, I didn't think it. I was actually kind of rooting for Foles to do the damn thing, but obviously that didn't turn out quite right. You always want your backup to play something similar to your starter. So that way it's not a terrible adjustment for the rest of the offense. If you have a scrambling quarterback to start the game, your backup should be a scrambling quarterback. It shouldn't be a pocket passer quarterback because that's going to be difficult for everybody else to make adjustments to. (laughs) Buffalo got the rest. They got Stephon Diggs. They got Beasley. They got decent little running game. Fantastic, crazy year, too, with Josh Allen. Oh, Diggs is fantastic. Oh, Diggs is fantastic. Oh, Diggs is fantastic. Diggs is fantastic. On your clothes. Yo, going to Buffalo was definitely a, a fucking blessing. For, for I, I hate Stefan Diggs in Minnesota because of what he did to the Saints. I hate Stefan Diggs for his <laughs> Minnesota career. I don't even acknowledge it. It's like it never happened. I mean, you know. No. Nah, no, it, your boy it went low, never and happened. that's just end the story. It, it, it never happened. In my house, it never happened. That game never aired. <laughs> you knew you were watching that shit until that happened. I don't even know what happened. I just know the Saints didn't make it to the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anything about a miracle in Minnesota. I don't know anything about Stefan Diggs. Uh, taking his helmet off and cheering mm-hmm. to the crowd and then putting both arms up and screaming from the bottom of his lungs. With no respect to the Saints defense. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> was Stephon takes playing catch with Drew Brees after the game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is Stephon Diggs is out here playing catch with Drew Brees oh, and the kids after the game? I'm gonna fucking move some furniture, bro. You almost did the last time. I can't fucking take it. If he is, if Drew Brees and Drew Brees are out here playing catch, yeah. I'm gonna move some fucking move some fucking furniture. <laughs> you should have did it after that game, bro. I can't fucking take it. I can't. <laughs> I can't, I can't take it, bro. That shit makes just me sick. Yeah, just thinking about it. So okay, so so let's just go ahead. 
take your mind off of that, okay? <laughs> We're going to go ahead and go into this. I guess you can say it's a new segment, you know, if you want to call it that. So basically, we were discussing before on the pre-pro, you know, you asked me, since you know, since you're out here, you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, how was the drive out? Did you catch that rain the other day? No, no rain. Well, no rain when I got on the road. Like, it was raining like crazy, and then at about 10 o'clock, the sky opened up. It was sunny. It was a great, it was a great trip. Uh, it was a great trip out here. Uh, but I guess we, I guess the part of the podcast where we talk about road tripping. So so what I want to know is what's your craziest road trip moment? Because you've been on the road like I've been on the road. So what's your craziest road trip moment? So it had to be definitely on the way back home when I was leaving. When I was leaving the note, you know, because when I left, I already had the directions of which, you know, highways to jump on and everything like that. So when it came time to leaving, yeah, I was gonna take that same route back. You know what I'm saying? Going up, going up the six four, after the six four, you know what I'm saying, hit the eight one, take the eight one, took it straight down. That was a fun fucking drop. I'll tell you that right now. Because you were banging much. And at some point, I remember it was these two semis right in front of me on my way to, to the note. And I'm sitting here like, man, they, they're like side by side like this. And I'm just like, and I'm behind one of them. And I'm like, yo, one of these dudes has got to like pull up just a little bit. Just give me like some type of space. Next, you know, I think we were going because the eight one, sometimes you go downhill, right? Yeah. So definitely one of the uh, semis started creeping along forward from the other semi. So I was sitting here. I was already in six, maybe doing like 70. So I said, okay, if he gives me the room I need. And at the same time, I was drafting him too. So I said, if he gives me the room I need, I'm going to punch it. So, sure enough, bro, sure enough. He gave me that, that open window. I said, okay, I'm in 76. Took it out the clutch. Do it in fourth. Man, I was already in sport mode too because when I'm in sport mode, Yo, the lightsaber, man, she's no joke, bro. As soon as that opening came up, banged it in the fourth, started doing like 85. As soon as I got close to that other semi right in front that was on uh, the right side of the road, gave me that opening, went to fifth doing 90, hit the motherfucking blinker, banged it into six, was already doing like 105, and I just cleared the both of them. And then, like, three miles down the road, there was, you know, of course, the stadium sitting there. Because I remember you telling me. I remember you telling me. Watch the stadium. Watch out for the stadium. On the 8-1. So that was, that was, I'm not going to say it was the worst. The worst was just coming back. Because, you know, of course, it was all, it was change of plans. It was that, uh, that major accident on the 8-1. So we were just all just sitting there chilling, you know what I'm saying, just waiting, waiting to hear when, you know, uh, when the roads are going to open up, how long it was going to take. But, yo, shout-outs to our brother, Be Easy. 
because he took a whole nother way. And that's when the light bulb popped up in my head. It was just like, oh, shit, I'm going to go his way. You know what I'm saying? Because B-Easy left, like, what, way early in the morning that day? Way early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, he went that way. Let me go ahead and plug in the Google GPS. I'll go that way, too. Now, I started off going smooth and everything. Everything was cool. All right? Lo and behold, I made a stupid decision. Probably drinking like a whole bunch of fucking water or whatever it was I was doing before I got in the car. All right. I was I was nervous when you said nah, 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 nah. I was nervous. I was just trying to stay hydrated in the process, but knowing me, I was just like, oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. I couldn't remember where I was, but thankfully matter of fact, no, I was on ninety five when it first popped off. When I had to like I had to go. So I was just like, oh shit. I'm on 95, and there was, like, nothing around 95. So I'm going down 95. I'm seeing signs for Miami and shit. I'm just like, oh, shit. Let's go holler at this nigga Rosé real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, nah, nigga got to get home. Nigga got to get home. I think it was, I was able to find a way to get back on 460, but it took me down this fucking road to where it was just nothing but a two-lane road, one going in one direction, the one going in the other. No cars. It was just, matter of fact, you know, when we take the back way to Mount Pleasant, like going towards the beach, that's what that's what that road looked like. Like literally, and it was a fucking stretch. It felt like fucking forever. Scary, 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 scary. Yeah, it was stretch. And I'm sitting here like, okay, there's nobody around me. I'm in this skinny road with two lanes. I'm just like, all right, I'm just gonna drop in the middle. Man, next thing you know, my bladder just started being like, yo, bro, if you don't hurry the fuck up with this shit, some shit's about to happen. I said, oh, shit, okay, two choices. I can stop right here on this scary road and shit, look both ways, get out the car, look both ways, and be like, all right, should I do it? I said, nah. I said, Google, where's the nearest restaurant? Google told me, yo. You're, you're 2.9 miles away. I said, fuck. I said, okay. Get there. Dude, I never I never speeded into a McDonald's restaurant ever that quickly. Did Just parked the car, kept the car running, ran into the fucking shit, peed for like, and at the time, I was on the phone with Phenomenon during that whole drive. So shout out to Phenomenon first and foremost. I was on the phone with him, got out the car, just threw it in park, kept him running. Didn't didn't even forget to turn the fucking car off. I just ran in, fucking peed. Left the McDonald's. As I'm turning out the fucking McDonald's, bro, literally witnessed a fucking T-bone accident as I was pulling out. I was like, fuck. So I had to sit there and wait, and I'm just looking around like, all right, I need to get the fuck out of here. I'm not staying for this shit. Yeah, I saw it, but I'm not staying for this shit. Man, for the rest of the time, and then, bull, when I got to Suffolk, that was the craziest ride ever, going through Suffolk, because it took me through another part of Suffolk. I guess it was like the downtown area or whatever. But for the most part, it wasn't crazy. The, the, the trip going there was cool, but the trip going back, was just like, okay, nah, I need to hurry the fuck up because I'm trying to get home and I got to pee like a motherfucker. Because <laughs> I don't like that shit. 
I don't like that shit where it's just like, yo, there's nothing around. I need a fucking public bathroom. I need something. I, I need to let this shit out. This shit was just like crazy killing me. Like my fucking stomach was starting to hurt, bro. Um, so, um, so my road tripping moment, and this was a, this was a rare moment for me because I'm very particular about my road trips. I don't drink on my road trip. I don't smoke on my road trip because you never know what's going to happen and shit might happen that's going to make you lose your buzz. Uh, in 2012, uh, in 2012, I came back. To I came Portsmouth. back to Portsmouth to visit my mother. Uh, my brother Phenomenal mm-hmm. was in town because he still lived here. Be Easy was in town. California was in town, and King Randy was in town. He was about to move. <laughs> 2012. Oh, shit. Yeah, you really went back that far. Damn. This is good. I came home for my... Initially, I came back home for my 10-year high school. You went to that? No. I didn't go to it. Well, no, excuse me. I did go to it, but... But I didn't go to all the festivities. They had like something happening on Friday, something happening on Saturday, something happening on Sunday. So I went to the Sunday event. Dola, like the picnic was on Saturday. I went to the Sunday event because I knew the teachers were going to be there. My 11th grade summer school year. I may or may not have had a relationship with a math teacher. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> yo, you have seen how Jump. big my fucking eyes just got right now. <laughs> you dropping bombs, you dropping bombs like that, Dizzle? Oh, like that's what you doing, so I may or may not have had a relationship with a math mm-hmm. teacher at Great Bridge High School during summer during summer school. And I'm not, and I'm not, and I'm, I, this isn't a snitch podcast. I talk about that all the time. But I knew, but I knew that that person may or may not be at the reunion. So I wanted to go. I went solo because, I went solo we, missed because Friday, we missed Saturday, Friday and the Saturday festivities. So, so be easy said, fuck, I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> Yo, you know B. <laughs> Phenomenon was just like, eh. I mean, you know, I mean, it's not important to me. If you don't want to go, I don't want to go. I didn't want to seem thirsty because I had because I had a situation, but I didn't want to go, but I kind of did want to go because I kind of wanted to stunt on some of these people that were going to be there. So I stepped in. I stepped in. A little bit. A little bit. I wanted to stunt a little bit because, you know, I got a job where I got a job, and people said that I wouldn't have a job. 
of anything of importance and I was right. terrible at math and I had may or may not have had a relationship with the math so teacher. So me at the job that I am kind of made kind of made like a lot of sense for me to shout out that math teacher. A hey, I see you. <laughs> I see you. I see you. I see those problems. When they going away. We gonna solve for X. <laughs> and we, we gonna, gonna figure out the X. X. So I go to the joint. I get lit. I'm lit. I'm super lit at like eight o'clock at night. Lit. It's crazy. Cut loose. I'm in ten o'clock. I got a three hundred. Uh, excuse me, two hundred ninety-two mile trip back home to Roanoke that night. Oh, you left that night. I'm lit. Yeah. Yes, because I had to be at work what, on Monday. What, what day did you leave that Sunday? Yeah. Ooh. After yeah. After the festivities. So at like 10, 11 o'clock, I left Chesapeake. And I was lit. And it was raining. It was the best weather. And it was the best weather. Especially and I was lit. And I was lit. Like, I can't highlight enough that I was lit. I mean, just go ahead and um, give him a, a highlighter right now. He's still getting So, So, I never yeah. do this. I took my shoes off. I took my shoes off. In the car? Took my, yeah, in the car. Took my socks off. Took my socks off. In the car. I put my foot, my left foot, out of the window. Yo, was was you fucking? You was really driving doing this shit. I was lit. I was lit. I told you I was lit. When I tell you I was lit, I was lit. I put my right foot out the window, the driver's side window. So I have my right and my left foot out of the driver's side window. I'm sitting in the driver's seat. Like it's a hammock. You had it on cruise control. <laughs> That's the only way I had to figure it. out how you kept the car going. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I had it on cruise control because that's how I that's how I was rolling. I figured that yeah. would make it easier yeah. in my lituation. Lituation, lituation. <laughs> it starts. It starts raining. I don't pick. I don't take my feet out of the window. My feet are still hanging out of the window, being rained on. I'm driving. Oh no, I felt it, but I was so lit I couldn't. I felt like the rain on my feet was bringing me down, bringing me back down to reality. It was the craziest thing ever. Um, it took me five hours to drive 292 miles, and that was the most miserable road trip I've ever taken. Do not get too lit on a road trip. I'm not the guy that can get lit on a road trip because if I'm drinking and I'm smoking, eventually I'm going to want to stop doing whatever I'm doing and go around or go watch TV. Like I, I, I get tired. I get bored of shit easily. 
I get restless. And if I'm sitting there driving for four hours straight, I'm going to get restless in the middle of that and want to go do something else. And who wants Mm -hmm. their driver to get sick of driving? I mean, you got to understand that you were so lit to the point where you thought self-driving cars were already out yet. (laughs) And I I had my feet hanging out the window like a young white woman. Self-driving cars are not out yet, bro. But you was really feeling some type of way about that. I'm disgusted with myself, bro. I'm disgusted with myself. I I pray that kind of lituation never happens again. But then again, you know, there was the 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 snow incident, the Mad Max Road Warrior trip in the snow. I was so ignorant to road trips back then. That's not even in my top five of road trips. That's how crazy. That's how crazy my other road trips have been in comparison to the snowmageddon. Yeah. Or what was that one time I think when uh, you guys stopped? And um, what was it? You guys stopped, and what was it? One time, thought they had found like you know what I'm saying some 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 greenery in the web. Was wasn't that another road trip? Yeah. Yeah, that was a road trip. I was driving a Roanoke, and the cops pulled me over. They uh, searched my engine block for cocaine because they said there might be cocaine in my engine block. I don't know if you can hide drugs in the engine block. From what I heard, you can. From from the from what that officer said, it's it's a normal thing. Never heard of. They lifted up my back seat, the back seat of my car. They lifted up the back seat. Now, now, were you in the uh, the old the old school Mali, the old school Malibu that you had? Yeah, I was in, I was in the old was, Chevy Malibu. That was Goldie. Gotta love Goldie. Had the moonroof open. I mean, I love Goldie. Uh, but they pulled the back seat up. I didn't know you could do that in that car. They pulled the back seat up. They found some shake. Yeah, they said. They said it was shake. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying it was shake because I don't even know if it was weed or not. But they said it was shake. But mm-hmm. they said it was shake. And because they said it was shake, they said, they said, shake, they said hey, you know, we're going to rush you for this shake. Officer, what are you talking about? But then again, because at that time, compared to where we are now, you know, the laws were definitely different then, for sure. If you could arrest me. If you could arrest me for the shake, we wouldn't be having, we wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> if, it was, if it was enough for you to arrest me, we wouldn't be talking. You'd just be, you just be reading me my rights, and I'd be going down to the, going down to the station. Central booking. But unfortunately, but unfortunately, they broke my seat. They did. They broke my they broke my back seat. So my back seat, the back seat of my Chevy, one one seat. Now was it that was it the the part of the seat where your back is on or the part of the seat where you sit on? The part of the seat where you sit on. And it was one piece for the entire All that was one piece? One piece. And they broke it so it wouldn't snap on to stay still. So if you were sitting back oh, there fucked. and I hit the brakes, yeah, you're fucked. Even with the seatbelt on. So they gave me a little 
Oh, they gave me a little note and said, hey, we broke your shit. We're the Stadies. We're willing to get it fixed. Here's who you need to contact for billing. Uh, I went and tried to get it fixed. Uh, the billing didn't go through, so I had to pay for it out of pocket. Then I had to send the bill to the Stadies so that they could pay it $687. Uh, and it took them like six months to pay it. So I so I literally didn't get compensated nah, for it was this. Damn, it was damn near 2014 before I was yeah, fully God, compensated bro. for that. For that. For that. So I got that pulled over. So I got pulled over. I didn't get a ticket. I didn't uh, get a ticket, my, but they broke my. They broke yeah, equipment in my vehicle, that, and it cost damn near 700. You didn't see that till six months it, later. I didn't get. The, I didn't get the. I didn't get compensated for that. Uh, for me, because. Because it was October. Uh, no, when did I get pulled over? Uh, now this wasn't this wasn't the first time. Was right? No, this was in May. No, okay. this was in May. This was in May. Before I moved, this was in May before I moved out. Before okay. I moved out to Rona. So this is May two thousand nine. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, this is May two thousand nine. I didn't get compensated for that until March. March, April, two thousand ten. And and wait, so the back seat was just broken the whole time. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I, I let people sit back there all the time. I wasn't gonna let this shit stop. Hey, nigga, if you need to ride, yeah. you need to ride. Get your ass back there. Put your seatbelt on and just hold on. Hopefully, I, hopefully, I don't get the brakes hard. Wow, that's what it is. That's what it wow. is. Oh my uh, goodness! So we talked about my. So we talked about my. Looks like we talked about my top three road tripping moments. About, Let's talk about your top three sports sports okay. moments. What are your top three sports? I got mine. I'm ready. Like I'm ready to like let my shit go. But I'm gonna let you get your shit off. So I tell mean, me it's, it's not gonna be nothing three. crazy long or anything like that. I what definitely, I definitely what remember it was, was it 20? No, it was, I think it was the 07, 08 season. And that's when um my New York football giants that year, we had a struggling year. But of course, you already know within our division, it's anybody's game. Anybody can win that motherfucker, like for real. I remember that year, we, we had finished the season off seven and nine. Right, got into the playoffs. First game was against uh, Tampa Bay. Came through, beat them, and then we just started going on a tear. Next thing you know, we're in the NFC Championship game. I'm like, oh shit, we have a shot to go to the fucking Super Bowl. And I think it was that same year when um when New when New England was going uh, undefeated that year, right? Yeah. Oh man. Every that was like the matchup of all matchups for me right there. So we get into the Super Bowl. We're playing against Brady and the Patriots, who had a crazy deep ball route receiver. No other than who? Motherfucking Randy Moss. Who was just literally torching cats all year, him and Brady. You feel me? Just Tom drop back, go deep to Randy. Easy six points right there. But at the same time that year, even though my New York Giants were seven and nine, 
we still had that punch you punch you in the face type of defense, bro. Strahan, OC, fucking ah, uh, what was what's my homie's name? It was like uh, Antoine Pierre, some shit. Like it was Antoine something. Him, dude, I miss that defense. Justin Tuck. Justin Tuck, my favorite DE. You know what I'm saying? I I wish they never let him go. That that's probably like one of my top three Giants moments that pissed me off. Was letting Tuck go because everybody fucking loved Tuck. So that Super Bowl comes, of course, late in the game is getting down to the wire and shit. Of course, you remember when you know they called the play. Eli drops back. The whole Patriots defense was like bum rushing him, trying to sack this kid. They couldn't. Somehow Eli pulled the the miracle getaway, chucks the shit up, and of course, you know, your boy David Tyree had that crazy miraculous catch. I don't I still don't know how the fuck he did it. Held on to the ball with the hand and the fucking ball on his helmet, and he just held on to it and caught that shit. That shit right there sparked up the run where all of us Giants fans were just like, yo, shit is about to go down right now. Next thing you know, we get in that field position. Boom. Hits it to Plax in that corner. Game over. Best Giants moments ever. Now, there were ones before that, but that was just my favorite. Because you're, you're talking about beating a 17-0 New England Patriots who were trying to go for that record of the whole, what, the 72 Dolphins who went like, what, 16-0 that year? Back in 72. So every they, they were literally legit contenders to go for that record. But I'm so fucking glad we spoiled that shit. That's why it was that's why it's like my top three moments. Second top, of course, a couple years later, we gotta face these motherfuckers again in the Super Bowl. This time without the Randy Moss. But this is, you know, it's this is Tom Brady. It doesn't matter who the fuck's on the team. Alright, he'll get you there. Look what he did with the fucking Bucks in his first fucking year. <clears throat> Beating the Patriots the second time around for that second Super Bowl was just like, yeah, do not fuck with New York. Because you gotta understand, you know, there's that rivalry, rivalry between your know, Boston and New York. Alright? So that was my second. My one favorite was way back in uh the NBA playoffs. What was that year the the Lakers and the Kings faced off? And what was it the uh, was it the conference finals or was it a was it a semi? Conference finals. At the time, I was down in Austin, Texas. Not excuse me, not Austin. I was in San Antonio. I was in the military at the time, and I remember we were just all in our barracks and like in in the lobby room watching the game. Now we had this drill sergeant who was like the biggest freaking Lakers fan in the world. I'm talking about he had his truck decked out in naked shit, his beamer decked out in naked shit. That's all he would talk about when it came to the basketball. Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. Now, these Sacramento Kings niggas, they had the squad. Divaj, who was it? Bibby, C Webb, Mark Jackson. He was a little three point machine right there, yo, for real. So we're sitting here thinking, okay, my Joe son was just talking mad cash fast. Yeah, you know, I'll give the Kings two games, yada, yada. It was just like, man, come on. Come on. And what did that series go? Did it go to full seven or did it go six? 
It went six. It went six. Yeah, we was trying to push it to seven. Man, it was that fourth quarter. You know our boy, Mr. Big Shot Bob, Robert Worry. Mr. I got seven rings with who? How many teams? Two? Three. Three, for that matter. Matt. Houston, San Antonio, and the Lakers. You, know you can't be mad at Robert Ory because he's got seven fucking rings. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's so induced with the whole Jordan has six with one team, Kobe five with one team. You feel me? Well, he well, he was on the path to yeah. seven at that time. Man, as much as I was disappointed when I thought Sacramento was literally going to take that game six or whatever, of course, you know, ball goes up, breaks, it gets tipped back. The very last person you do not want the ball in, in the hands of is Mr. Big Shot, Robert fucking Norrie. I remember we were all sitting there when he clutched that shit, made that shit, dude. It was like taking the taking the air out the room. And next thing you know, my drill sergeant just happened to be there that day. Came into our barracks, was just like, "All right, all right." Told y'all, man. He took us outside and freaking smoked us for like 30, 40 minutes because we made a bet. But as much as much as as much as you know, because but you know what we took the bet, we owned up to it. But still, just the fact that when he made that shit and he fucking turned around, I think I want to say before he even, you know, what I'm saying we let it go. He turned around, knew when it was gonna go in. But still, it was still a top moment for me, even though I, I had lost the bet. Damn, I wish I they would have won that shit. Uh, so, um, so my three, my top three moments, um, I'll start, uh, in no specific yeah. order. I'll start with the Saints at the Super Bowl against the Indianapolis Colts, Peyton Manning. We were down in that first half. We opened up the second half. We're kicking the ball off. We kick an onside mm-hmm. kick. Caught him sleeping. Oh, oh, we caught the Colts sleeping. Yeah. And that's what, and that's what turned the game around for us. Not to mention, not to mention Peyton, Peyton threw a lazy pass to Marvin Harrison and Roby caught him slipping and took that interception turned it into a pick six and that gained the motivation for us. Mm. My second my second sports moment sports moment Kobe's final Kobe's final fucking oh, game. <clears throat> dude. <laughs> it was, it was so obvious that the, like, they just kept feeding him the ball. <laughs> That whole game. I don't give a fuck if the other team was yeah. feeding him the ball. Kobe was playing so great. And the same night, the Warriors were playing for game 73. For victory 77. Okay, they were going for the record that year. For their 73 and 9 season. So so both of these things are happening simultaneously. I'm in apartment 25 with my brother. 
both going we're both going crazy, jumping up and down, screaming and hollering, making a lot of noise because those, that's the type of guys we are. But that shit was so unbelievable that it was happening simultaneously. Steph and Clay were killing some unworthy opponent. And Kobe was playing his final fucking game against the Utah Jazz. And he put up all them fucking shots. And he dropped 60-61 in his final game against the Utah Jazz. Unbelievable. Every time they kept coming down the court, they just looked for him, gave him the ball. But that but for that to happen yeah, in one crazy. night is just crazy. That's one crazy yeah, night of sports. My third moment, and I don't want anybody to say um, DJ is a, a new sports fan because I'm not. I've been watching sports, heavily watching sports since the 80s. This is true. Yes, my top moments are very recent. But that's just because they are better than those moments that happened back in the 90s. Yeah. Sorry. There were moments in the 90s. There were moments in the 90s. My third, not third highest, but just third in general. Uh, mm-hmm. Sports moment is the block. Is the block. Oh. Game set. Yep. Game set. <clears throat> LeBron going up against Andre Iguodala. First, J.R. Smith makes Iguodala hesitate. Iguodala is a vegan, so he can't dunk it like he used to. Yo, yo. Philly Iguodala, that was that dude. But Iguodala is a vegan this year. This is his first year being a vegan. Yeah, yeah, I knew it because I'm a Warriors fan. So you best believe I fucking knew it. He's a vegan. (laughs) Now, I don't know if his vegan practices made him lay up the ball or if it was J.R. Smith interfering with him. But J.R. Smith put pressure on him. He took an extra step. His gather was ugly. And he jumped off the gather. And instead of dunking, he laid it up. And when he went to lay it up, LeBron followed up J.R. Smith. Because LeBron James does not give up on a play. LeBron James is a chase-down Artist. As as well as an in-game dunker. But he but he's a chase down artist mm-hmm. first. He chased down, he chased down Andre Iguodala. And, and in this chase down, he yeah. made a block. The Warriors, the Warriors or excuse me, the Cleveland Cavaliers went on a eleven and oh run in game seven. In the final two minutes, minutes, excuse me, three minutes of the game. 11 and three run in the final three minutes of the game. Yo, when Kyrie hit that three, boy. So I want you to 
So I want you to I want you yeah. to hear what I'm saying. In the final three minutes of the game, the Cavaliers scored eleven points. The Warriors scored the Warriors scored three points. Buddy, your squad can't be doing that in the finals, bro. I was disgusted. I was disgusted with the seventy three and nine Warriors. Because all that meant nothing. At this at the same time, no, it still well, means they wanted, they wanted to add. Don't, they wanted don't to add ring to, to put the icing on the cake. Don't let these Jordan, don't let these Jordan East fools, these cheese eyes survivors, lie to you and tell you it doesn't mean anything because they didn't win a, win a ring. I don't. I don't give a fuck about that. They went seventy three and nine against harder competition than what yeah. Jordan faced. They didn't win. They didn't win a chip. I get it, but I'm proud of LeBron because that was his reign with Cleveland, and he screamed and cried, "Cleveland, this one's for you!" Like that was the ugliest shit I ever seen in my life. But I promise you, I'll never forget yeah. that moment. All I ever wanted was for LeBron to win a chip for Cleveland. All I ever wanted was for LeBron to win a chip everywhere he goes. He won that chip against my team. Not only did he win that chip against my team, he won that chip against the best NBA team ever. That was the best NBA That was the best NBA team ever. 73 and 9. That was the best NBA team ever assembled to play basketball in the NBA, and LeBron beat them. He came back from being down 3 1 in the NBA Finals, something that was never done before him. He did it. 73 and 9 Warriors, but right behind that, uh, that's 72 and 10 Bulls, man. This is adding to the, this adding to the legacy yeah. of LeBron. Yeah. So, that's why that's so that's why that's in my top three now, moments. My top five, now, my top five, if you want to go on my top five, then I start talking about Isaiah Thomas beating the, uh, beating the Lakers Ooh. in the finals. I start talking about... I start talking about Shut Gary Payton shutting down Michael Jordan in the finals. That was uh. That was game five. That was game five. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. It was what ninety six? Was it? Was it ninety six or ninety seven? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. It was one of those years. It was close to one of those years. Ninety six, ninety seven for sure. But but if we open up the range from my top three, then I start getting into those older moments. But if we're talking about my top three, and it's not recency bias, it's literally the importance or the impact of those moments. Those those two times when you know we beat the Patriots in them Super Bowls, bro. Did I name three? Did I name three? Did I name three? I named three, right? Yeah. I named three, right? Hey, number four. Hey, number four. Allen Iverson's Iverson's step over Tyron Lue. That was beautiful right there. That was great. That was great. Newport News, Mm -hmm. we did it, baby. 
Allen Iverson game one, Yeah, that was game one. That was that was, that was the only game they won. That was, that was game one. Yeah. Yeah. And Allen Iverson killed those motherfuckers in game one. Uh, and then he stepped over Tyron. I can't believe I didn't put that in my top three. I might have to move some shit around and put that in my top three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, he stepped over him like, nigga. <laughs> but, yo, we've been out here for 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. It's March Madness. Or if you're a real one like me, it's March Sadness. Shout out to Quavo. Shout out to Sweetie. Oh, no they shit. broke up. Oh, man. They broke up. It was it was the saddest thing I've ever seen in my lifetime. Oh, man. They were goals. Were they couples goals for you, sir? At the time, back in like 2011, yes. But yeah, in 2011 when I left again for Texas. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Sweetie, Sweetie, and Quavo. They weren't together in 2011. Oh, okay, okay. I see the direction you're going. I was like, wait a minute. No, no, I'm not asking you anything personal. I'm literally just asking. I mean, I knew that they were together and shit, but I didn't really give two fucks that they were together and shit. It was just like any other fucking celebrity couples that break up and shit, you know? No, but I'm just saying, like, there wasn't couples. There wasn't couples goals to you. No, but it was Playvo. But it was Playvo, and it was Sweetie. Uh, and see, that's the thing. I only know. I've only like know her by the name and seen like you know a couple pictures of who she is and shit. I don't listen to her music. Not that it matters. I don't listen to her music either. I don't listen to her music either but. Uh, her, mm-hmm. her name is Sweetie. She eats a lot of a lot of hood booger snacks. Snacks. She'll like she'll make ramen and she'll put hot Cheetos in the ramen, and then she'll drain the juice and then she'll drink the juice. It's crazy. It's crazy. I've never I've never seen any shit like that in my whole life, buddy. Yeah, I mean, shit, I mean, Kim and Kanye are breaking up. I mean, shit, what else is new? These motherfucking celebrity couples, man, they don't fucking laugh or laugh. They just, they do it for the show, I think. Half the time, I don't even think they're even, like, couples like that are even serious. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I think the whole shit is just, you know, just to get the names out there more or whatever. But then, all right, if they were together, they were together, man. But, I mean. I mean, the yeah. names was out there before, before the whole, before the whole shit started. Right. The name was out there. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so, 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 just to give the fans context, uh, on the nineteenth of March, Quavo put a tweet out that said, "I love you. I mm. love you." And disappointed. And disappointed. And disappointed, uh, did you did all of that that you did. You're not even the woman that I thought you were. I wish you nothing but the best. Yo, what and the And Saweetie said, she quoted his tweet and said, Take care. Take care. Damn. 
Dang. Oh, yeah. So it was impressive. Oh, yeah. And it was before she tweeted that, she said, hey, I'm single. Try and do a much portrayal and too much hurt behind the scenes for false for false narrative to be circulating around that degrades my character. It's amazing how we always have to turn to like a social media. So, <laughs> like, y'all can't just like. If you're going to break up with your queen, if you're going to break up with your queen. You gotta do it. All. You got to. You got to. You can't just break up. You can't just break up via text message. Yeah. You can't break up on your answer the machine. Where it's no like more. If this is our business, we're gonna make this the world's business. If you took a selfie, if you took a selfie with your girl and y'all went public with your selfie, you have to break up yeah. publicly. Or or else just yeah, because that's gonna be you know what people are gonna continue to be thinking. That's it. Yeah, that's so it. If you ever, so if you ever take a selfie with a woman, if you went out with a young lady tonight and you went out on the date and y'all take a selfie and y'all look mad cute, <laughs> people are gonna think y'all are still together. You you gotta post the text conversation where you broke up with Shorty. And right. tag her in it. <laughs> or else nobody's going to believe y'all broke out. That, that's, I mean, that's, that's Saturday wisdom in the month of March for you motherfuckers. <laughs> and on that note... The world is yours. The world is yours. Peace, peace, Boy, King Raymond. Yo, another episode in the books, man. Sweet no, money, money, baby. Who you got shout out? First of all, shout outs to you, my brother. Making that road trip coming out here. You know what I'm saying? It's always good to fucking see you. As always, man. You know. Shout outs to be easy. You went to go see him too. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't even know you was gonna go out and see him today. I thought you was just kicking it with moms all day. Yo, I would at least came through sometime during the day at work. During when I was at work. Just slip through for like a good 10, 15. Right. You should have told me that. All right. So I hope everybody listening to the pod hears the subtle hate coming from the king. If you would have told me you was going to do this, that, the third, I would have done it. was right now because, yo, B Easy is like not even 10 minutes from the job, bro. B Easy, you know, I've been to his crib when I was at, when I was working one time. I came through, slid through one time to come see him. You hear it? It's right. It's right. Yeah, here. yeah, yes, they hear it. Because you was over there. I didn't know you was going over there. I could have seen you and B Easy. So you're sitting in your car right now. Listening to this podcast on the Apple and Spotify app, or on and Spotify. plus we you know we may be working on some other platforms to put this on. And you hear the oh, hate God, coming from the Kings. <laughs> it's always hate. It's always hate. If it's not love, hate, right? Because I'm out here hating because I'm out here in the streets. And and when I say I'm out here in these streets, I out yam out here in the streets. I have been out here. Seven five seven. I've touched all seven cities this weekend. I've been busy. Yeah. You hear me? That that is true. Shout out to Phenomenon. Shout out to California. 
shout outs to Lil Biggin, shout outs to moms, shout outs to your moms, all of our moms, shout outs to everybody, shout outs to the listeners. Thank you for putting up with us, listening to us, having fun with us, chatting up with us. You can definitely hit up uh, World Premiere. World Premiere, what's your ad? Uh, my ad is on Twitter for the Twitter heads. T, uh, excuse me, at the underscore T-W-I-Y pod. There you have it right there. You can also hit me up on Twitter at King Raymond T-W-I-Y as well. Uh, I'm gonna shout out. Uh, I'm gonna shout out to mamas. Uh, shout out to my mama. Yep. Shout out to your mama. Yes, yeah, she said hey too, and she definitely wanted me to tell you. You know, make sure you keep taking care of yourself. You know. Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. You already know. Summertime coming, girl. Take your top on. Shout out to Tiffany, my sister's birthday oh, last week. Birthday. Her birthday was on uh, St. Patrick's Day. She had a big milestone birthday, so shout out to my sister. We love you, sissy. Uh, we're not going to put a number to it, but it was a milestone. Say no more. Say no more. Say no more. Gotcha. Say no more. I'm going to say shout out. Shout out to the Shout out to the people that check on the creators. I want to shout out to my man Darius. He checked on the creators. I hope he's listening. I hope I can see him when I'm out here. What up, Jay? Shout out to Callie. Shout out to Phenomenon. Shout out to Be Easy. He's moving next week. I hope he's moving. He's moving. But one thing I will tell I you, I hope you all, everybody, and don't take this the wrong way, but I hope all of you that I'm friends with acquire the funds to pay people to move you because I. Because I, your friend, want no parts in moving you as a person. I don't want to help you hook up your laundry machine. I don't want to help you move your personal boxes. I don't want to move shit in Yo, the washer and trash should already be hooked up in the spots where you move in. But sometimes that's not always the case. Most times it's not the case. And I don't want to help you do it. I don't want to help you move your shit. I just want to come over to your furnished home while it's put together already. Don't invite me to your home when you're moving. Don't invite me to your home after you've moved in and you haven't set all your shit up already. Uh, so shout out to all the people that are moving. Shout out to the fucking process and a half at the same time. And shout out to the motherfucking creators. The world is yours. Shout out to King Ray. Shout out to DJ World. Shout out to DJ World Premier. The Boy Wonder. Shout out to be the camera. Shout out to be the camera person for the day. And shout out to everybody. And shout out to everybody listening. Appreciate it, man. No doubt, man. We're gonna do another one soon. Like when you get back to the note. 
We're not promising anything. <laughs> <laughs>